Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. everyone and welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley and once again, people, as you can tell by the cover art, I get the opportunity this week to sit down with the co-creator of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kevin Eastman. It's always awesome to get uh, time with him, even though typically when uh, I do get to talk with him, it's not for very long, but who cares? I appreciate all the time I get with him. And uh, this time around, we get to talk about The Lost Years, which is the uh, prequel, sequel, as he's described it, uh, to the Last Ronin series, which just really, uh, you know, further embellishes the Last Ronin story. It's so good. Can't recommend enough uh, to you people at home to check it out if you haven't. I mean, this isn't a, a Turtles comic where, you know, we're saying Cowabunga Dude and Pizza Time and stuff like that. Very heavy adult tones and uh, very violent at times, too. Firing on all pistons for me. I love it. And for so many other people, since it's so freaking popular. But uh, yeah, we get to talk today a little bit about the Lost Year series, uh, what the future looks like for The Last Ronin, and uh, The Last Ronin video game that's going to be coming out, I'm guessing, probably next year. But uh, covered a lot of stuff in a short amount of time, so excited for you guys to check that out. Uh, before we do, though, don't forget to find us on Twitter at CandairPod, on Instagram at Canned underscore Air, and on TikTok at Podcast. And uh, go to CandairPodcast.com where you can check out older episodes, uh, you can see our merch page, and you can also uh, find a link to our Patreon page where uh, 5 to $10 a month gets you access to uh, years of extra content that uh, the normies aren't getting. So that's where you're going to find that. Uh, what else am I forgetting? We have Halloween coming up, people. So if you have any spooky stories, spooky experiences you want to share with us, come on the show and share and be a part of our Halloween episode, just send us an email at info at candairpodcast.com or just shoot us a message on social media. Either works. And uh, let us know. We want to get you on. Share your story with our listeners. And uh, coming in November, the Torg Gaming Expo, which once again, the Candare boys are going to be a part of. So if you're a fan of the show or just a fan of video games, come on out. Say hi to us. We want to meet you guys and uh, just have a good time. So I think that's all there is to say. So let's get right over to my conversation with Kevin Eastman. Kevin, thank you so much for taking time to be back on the show. It never gets old, and it's always a pleasure having you here. Thank you. Great to be here. Thanks for inviting me back. It's uh, awesome. Cheers. And the lost years, man. 
damn, what a great series it was. Uh, loved every bit of it. So congrats to you. Uh, really loved seeing you know Mikey go see exactly how he went from wanting to die to being that hardened warrior he was in the last Ronin. Uh, loved seeing more of how you know the memory of his friends, his father, his family. Uh, are propelling him toward his uh, end goal. And uh, one thing I really loved was Mikey training with uh, Tormagen Noyan uh, when he temporarily lost his sight. Uh, kind of echoed a Matt Murdock and Stick relationship, which I absolutely loved. So once again, congrats. Uh, but I wanted to ask, uh, The Last Ronin was obviously originally something that you and Peter had drafted years ago. I'm curious mm -hmm. how much of The Lost Years, if any, uh, stems off that original draft. Thank you for all of what you just said. Uh, that's awesome. And um, yeah, it was um, very little, certainly as lost years. Um, and you look back, um, you know, when Peter and I had this original idea back in 1987 of um, a turtle story, the final turtle story set 30 years in the future that we never got to exercise. Um, it was it was about a 25 to 30 page outline. Um, okay. And so when, um, you know, that was the same year that the, we started working on the toys and the cartoons and then suddenly, you know, life and 20 years goes by. And then, um, so then, uh, um, you know, with the IDW series, as we were approaching issue 100, it was, um, Tom and I had that similar conversation. Well, where do we go after issue 100? And that's when I dusted off. Um, I said, well, I've got this story that Pete and I wrote, which I think there's some really great elements of the story set in the future of the final turtle story that we can adapt it, you know, taking the meat and potatoes out of it and adapt it and expand it. Um, and that's where actually the name last Ronin came from was um, um, out of, uh, I, I originally took a pass, built out a bigger universe. Then Tom and I adapted that uh, with respect to the original idea. And so it was uh, set to be one story, um, the final story and, and, and not really had any thoughts to a sequel um, uh, or any continuation of the Ronin verse um, until we got in to the Ronin verse and then right. found so many, Elements, which the foundation was um, the Lost Years, as you said, was Mikey's journey, because Lost Years is kind of a prequel, sequel, prequel kind of thing. Um, each issue set three years apart, and we wanted to explore, when we'd written that scene in Last Ronin, the original, we, you know, when issue four, when he goes to Japan, we said, oh, man, we've got to go back someday and show that 16-year journey that brings him back to page one of issue one of Last Ronin. So Lost Years was um, a great opportunity to do that as well as um, um, introduce the new turtles and, and get people familiar with them. So what a, what a great journey. But that was, you know, it was written after the fact for sure. Well, speaking of these new turtles, you know, the uh, last issue of Lost Years leaves us looking at the future of uh, Yi, Odin, Mojun, Uno, and uh, Sensei, Casey Marie, and I'm probably asking prematurely, I typically get ahead of myself, but I'm so excited. I've just got to ask, you know, what's, what is the future? Uh, what does it actually entail for these new turtles? Are we looking at a, a mini series? Could it be an ongoing series? That's a great question. And I, I feel like, you know, we, you know, again, going into it um, after wrapping up last run and with really, you know, we left that door open, of course, um, but it was never, you know, we, we did not know it would be received at the level it was received and that we would actually have a, a full opportunity to do a sequel. Um, so when we found that we had, we could, and we, we really took about six or seven months of just focusing and ideas and exploring this, what the story can be, how it can be. And we started um, building out a bit like um, maybe a star Wars trilogy for a good example of, you know, uh, 
um, you know, a three-part thing, you know, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, you know, sure. um, Return of the Jedi kind of thing. And um, we said, well, let's approach um, re-evolution um, as our Empire Strikes Back kind of thing. Um, but it's not a, at the same time, this is not wash, rinse, and repeat. It's not like, hey, here's a new foot bad guy. And hey, here's the foot again. Or hey, is this, you know, it's just not. Right. We've got to go other places and 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 make it work for the time period the characters and get to know these characters and explore these characters and what they're going to be and so that's all the the main motivation for that story is uh it'll be um similar to last run in one five issues 40 pages each oversized um, okay. um and and it'll have a beginning middle and end um that uh will leave a door open for a, a part three if if um if you all want it, um, if because uh, we'll would like to go there if we can, so we'll we'll see. But that's right now. It's um, our horizon is is all things last run into. <laughs> sure, and maybe you already just answered this. Uh, but when it comes to those those four turtles, the new turtles and their journey forward into the future, it, it's still going to fall under the last run and moniker, or is it going to? Are they going to uh, be called something other than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Are they going to have their own banner, anything like that? Uh, no, we're, we're going to keep it, um, you know, it won't be, um, you know, it's it's under that banner, Teenage Mutant Turtles, The Last Ronin, because um, in effect, um, and that was what was important, that is the foundation, the structure that we built, that they, in fact, they're 15 years old, so they are teenagers, um, they are mutants, sure. and trained by Splinter's um, uh, um, uh, um, book, his journal, um, sure. that he wrote, so they're ninjas, um and of course, yeah, turtles. So it's sort of, we wanted to honor that complex, but some of the stuff we'll be addressing is, you know, the the fact that, you know, April's decision to bring them to bear, to to, to life. Um, uh, what does that mean to the history of them, the history of New York? Because they've been, certainly in our universe, turtle universe, for 40 years, they've been part of the, the structure of New York and the context of the story even much larger. So uh, um, there's a lot of interesting things to explore in this uh, in this story. Absolutely. But yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I figured, but you never know. I just thought I'd throw it out there. No, that's good. No, it's a good question for sure. And, you know, that, you know, just having, you know, two male, two female was a great, uh, what Tom and I wanted. And, um, you know, the names, as you probably know, they all evolved out of, um, they're all number one in different languages because uh, right. they're, you know, choosing the names was quite a complex process that, uh, but Tom and I just liked that, you know, if Casey and Marie had to name them, you know, and they were all number one in her heart, then she named them all number one. So uh, that was really the the concept. I love it. I cannot wait to read more. And I also can't wait to see this Last Ronin video game that's in development. We've seen a quick teaser, but not showing anything in game yet. Um, yeah. I've heard that it's going to play similar to a God of War game. And I've heard you say that what you have seen is phenomenal. And I was wondering yeah, if is. you could uh, tell me or tell our listeners a little bit about what your involvement is with uh, the project and if uh, we might get any surprise voice cameos from you like we did in Mutant Mayhem, which was fantastic. <laughs> loved it. Thank you. That was really, I loved that Jeff and uh, Jeff Rowe and, and Seth, they gave me that, that, that particular voice um, cameo was fantastic at Mutant Mayhem. It was really thoughtful and kind and, and just great. Um, but um, yeah, a bit early for voice casting for the game, but I hope we can bring in some um, some fun stuff because I thought that was in Mutant Mayhem. I think some of the voice cast was just spectacularly selected and, and oh, did yeah. such a wonderful job bringing it to life. Um, but the involvement thus far, um, 
and the new video game is is um, uh, the conversation we had. They basically are using the the last running graphic novel as uh, their their guide um, in every step. Not only uh, so we've seen lots of concept designs of not only sets, scenes, characters um that exist in the last ronin graphic novel that they brought to life um as computer generated as gameplay characters in there they look like they walked you know it looks like a neca toy you know like they walked right out of the, right. the comic um uh to the thing so but what i love is that um using that original graphic novel tom and i did is a and peter and peter tom and i did as a as a guide with the game you get to actually do fun stuff like what's around that corner what's around that corner and you know and expand the character base so it's um um yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be something it's gonna be pretty awesome well i can't tell you how excited i am to see that and the next uh series from the last round and everything you guys are putting out is fantastic but i don't need to tell you that the world seems to be telling you so <laughs> congrats to you and kevin thank you so much for taking time to be here with me today it's always a pleasure it's my pleasure. I look forward to talking again and yeah, keep uh, appreciate the support and um, and thanks. Thanks to thanks to y'all out there. Couldn't, I couldn't do this job without you. So thank you very much. Have a great day with the rest of your interviews. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Bye, Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone. And once again, that was my conversation with Kevin Eastman. I want to thank him again for stopping by, taking a few minutes to talk with me because it's always surreal. It's always surreal. I used to have this guy, him and Peter Laird, uh, they had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle card. It was like a behind-the-scenes card that uh, came out with the original 1990 movie trading cards. There were these uh, behind-the-scenes cards, and I had one that had uh, Kevin and Peter on it, I think uh, standing with Leonardo, pinned up on the mirror in my bedroom because I was just such fans, not only of the turtles, but of the people who created it. And to think that I've uh, had the opportunity to sit and uh, talk with Kevin multiple times. And not only that, I got to meet him in person. He made a tattoo I have on my arm here. Just such a fan, and it never I never get desensitized to the experience of getting able to talk with him. So again, big thanks to him. If you haven't checked out The Last Ronin or The Lost Years, strongly recommend doing so. I believe the trade for Last Ronin is already out, and I know you can still find the issues of The Lost Years out there. Again, this isn't your uh, Pizza Power, Cowabunga Dudes uh, Turtles. This is very grown-up, very heavy adult themes, a lot of violence, very <laughs> awesome, all the way around awesome, what a lot of us Turtle fans have been wanting for years. We uh, finally have, and it's so good. So uh, check out more about Kevin at KevinEastmanStudios.com, and he's on social media. If you just search his name, you'll easily find him. And uh, again, check out the series. Keep an eye out for that video game, because it sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, once again, you can find us on Twitter at CandairPod, on Instagram at Can underscore Air, and on TikTok at CandairPodcast and CandairPodcast.com, ways you can check out some of our other special guests we've had on the show, some of our past episodes, our wall of heroes we have up there, but also our merch page, and a link to our Patreon page, two ways you can support us and get something in return. And once again, we're going into the Halloween season, so if you have any spooky stories that you would like to share, they could be ghost-related or UFO-related or just something that doesn't even fall under that either of those monikers that's just strange, weird, unexplained thing that's happened to you in the past. We want to hear it. We want to get you on our Halloween episode to share your experience with our listeners. So if you have one of those and you would like to share it, reach out to us at info at candarepodcast.com, or you can just go to the website again, candarepodcast.com, and there's a contact page where you can uh, easily reach out to us and uh, let us know what you've got. 
And once again, the Tour Gaming Expo happening right here in Columbus, Ohio, uh, coming in November. Uh, we're going to be there with a table as we have been the last few years. So come on out. It's a great convention that's growing exponentially. The amount of people last year was almost scary. We could not have anticipated it and uh, anticipating a lot more this year. So very excited to uh, meet some of you guys. We want you guys to come out. Uh, even if it's not to say hi to Candare, just come out and check out the con. It is fantastic. If you're into retro gaming, then phew, there is no better con uh, for you to go to, in my opinion. So uh, go to, I believe it's Torg Gaming Events or Torg Events. I'll put the link in the description to this episode so you can find out more about that convention. And once again, uh, KevinEastmanStudios.com. I'll have a link to that there. And uh, with everything being said, once again, huge thanks to Kevin Eastman. Uh, and until next time, I am Jeremy Colley. Be excellent to each other. This has been a Canned Air production. I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.